For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. You're listening to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Jude Dawn. Welcome back. If you are a avid listener, if you come back week on week, if you are somebody new to the podcast, then welcome along. So what to tell you about? This week I had something in the diary that was a manifestation. It was something that felt good when I put it in the diary and something that I thoroughly enjoyed while I was there. And that was my son's sports day. (laughs) Now, when I had thoughts about becoming a life coach, there was two things that was going on. One was the push factor. So the thing that was pushing me to do something else was work-life balance. I had a daughter who was five at the time I was a single parent, I was relying really heavily on my mom for childcare and just ringing her every Sunday saying, can you do this, can you do that? And you'll know, you know, when you're working for a company, you know, you're lucky if you get five weeks holiday a year, you know, sometimes you only get four and and, and I did, I I got five weeks, which was brilliant. However, kids get 13 weeks off school. (laughs) So if you are a parent, you'll know that actually taking time out to have a day off for the sports day is just impossible because you need to save your holidays for when they're actually off school. So it was very rare that I got to to go to my daughter's sports day. Now my mum did step in and she would be there for the girls because my sister's daughter was there as well. So, So it wasn't horrific it wasn't like she didn't have anyone there and I think I made one of them and and it was just because the day before I'd been flying down to London with work and when I was coming back the flight was delayed so much that I don't think I got home till about midnight or one o'clock in the morning or something I think there was like a bus involved and yeah it was crazy but I said to my boss that day I was like look I'm gonna take some time back today I'm shattered after that um 
journey that I had back from London um, and so I got to go that day and surprise my daughter for, for sports day and I just remember it being amazing just amazing that I was there not, not amazing to watch it's a sports day um, but just amazing that I was there <clears throat> and so so one of the things pushing me to become or to do something different you know I, I didn't really know at that point what I wanted to do I just knew I wanted to do something different and that I wanted a different life for me and my daughter and I didn't want to have to be ring my mum every Sunday going this is what I'm doing this week and da 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 and can you pick up here can you drop off then so it was a huge manifestation to want to do something and to be able to be there and I knew that I was realistic at the time I thought you know it is if I can just at least be there for her in secondary school that will be amazing. That's my goal here. You know, I might miss the sports days. I might miss some of the trips. But if I could be there for her in secondary school, that was a big, a huge push for me to not be working away when she was in secondary school. And I manifested that, right? Because by the time she'd started secondary school, I'd already gone full time with my business, uh, with my life coaching business. So that was brilliant. So, oh God, when it came round that it was my son he was now five his first sports day and I could see it come up on the little school notice that we get every week and I was like oh my god I get to put that in my diary like I just get to block that day off and I promise you and I know there'll be some people listening who are like well I can't do that and and as I say I couldn't do that for my first child so to do it for my second felt very very special like to just I did work in the morning I have to say I didn't take the full day off but to be fair the the sports day was in the afternoon anyway so I had a client in the morning I came in the office and honest to god leaving here at quarter to 11 racing home taking the dog out making some sandwiches because we got to have a little picnic with all the other mums and dads on the field and the kids got to join us and it was just lovely it rained <laughs> it rained at the lunch part so we did sit under brollies and then it just got really sunny and lovely for, for the actual sports day so I feel very blessed because that was something that I had really prayed for and hoped for and was definitely something that I felt very privileged to do on Friday so I'm super thankful for that and just in terms of because this is something that I do tell people when you've got a push and a pull to do something, it's really important because the pull might be, so my pull to become a life coach was, oh, do you know what? If I could just help one person the way coaching helped me, like how amazing would that be? So my pull wasn't that big because I didn't have the belief, okay? Like, I, I you know, I could put actions in place and I could, you know, do my, gain my certification and take steps towards that, and I could, you know, coach people for a reduced price at the start and and build it. But did I did I genuinely believe that I'd be able to make that jump at that time? No, it was like a. Oh, do you know what? It would be it would be amazing if I could do that. But the push was so much bigger than the pull because the push meant better work life balance not having to say no to certain things and being able to 
be present for my kids. Like that was huge. And I think that's, you know, that's so relevant if you are thinking about something. I think the push has to be harder than the pull because you might not believe in the pull as much as you'd want desperately for that push that's pushing you to do something. And that takes me quite nicely onto last week's podcast episode. So if you listen to last week's podcast episode with Ellie Gibson, I was like prodding and poking just to find out like, you know, like what was, what was the thing growing up? What was Ellie's limiting beliefs like? How has she managed to do what she's done now? And it seemed easy, like, and it not seemed like there was any limiting beliefs and it not seemed like there was a struggle. And, and when you listen to a story, it doesn't feel like there was a struggle, does it? It's very much, do you know what? I kind of knew I was funny, yeah, because there was funny people in the family and uh, and that was about it in terms of the comedy and then the comedy came back because she didn't want to go back to her job where there'd been redundancy. So her push was really big, wasn't it? But the pull wasn't that big because I was like, well, what was the end goal? And like, I was really trying to pull for it. Like, what was the big dream? <laughs> Which is nuts because I didn't have a big dream. I just thought if I could coach one person, how amazing would that be? If it did, if it did what it did for me and I got to do that for someone else, that would be amazing. And it got me thinking about that. And it's funny because I've just had a conversation with a client today about it. And I think there's three different types of mindsets when we have goals and dreams. And the first one, and this is what I normally deal with, with clients that come to me, is that they want something, but they've got so many limiting beliefs that there's just a fear. So say, for example, I don't know, they wanted to be in a relationship, but everything about that tells them they're not good enough. It, it won't happen for them. There's not that many single people out there. Being on dating websites is hard. Like there's a real struggle with the story around that goal, right? So that's one end of the scale that's the low end of the scale but there's a lot of emotions attached to that isn't there and then you've got the opposite end of the scale somebody who is totally set on oh my god I'm going to achieve this right and they've got a ton of emotion about it but they've also got you know real kind of like I'm going to take action I'm going to manifest on it I am going to attract it in and again there's a lot of emotion and then you've got someone in the middle who just starts off with going, wouldn't it be amazing if? And that's kind of where I started with it. Like, wouldn't it be amazing? So my journey to being a life coach and having clients, there wasn't really any resistance within it because it was very much like, wouldn't it be amazing if? And the thing that was pushing us to do it got me outside my comfort zone because I needed that or I I definitely wouldn't have done it. The thought of just wouldn't it be amazing to coach one person would not have been enough of a pull for me to just do what I deemed as the hard bit, which was the the learning, (laughs) the academic side of things, which bearing in mind my story that I told myself was I'm not smart enough. So there, there wouldn't have been anything that would have got me over the other side of that fence apart from that that big push. So how does this, how does this help you? I guess it's realizing that when you are on that middle run, 
It's a nice place to be. It's a softer place to be. We're much more gentle on ourselves. We can be retrospective about it. So if something doesn't work, you kind of go, oh, right, okay, so maybe I need to try this. Whereas I think when you're at the opposite ends of the scale, there's so much emotion attached to either side of that is that you can get smacked in the face. So if you are someone who's like, I'm so determined, this is going to happen for me this year and da 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 and you take an action and you're thinking, right, I'm doing everything, I'm doing the manifestation, I'm doing the affirmations, I'm doing it all. But actually, when something doesn't happen, then you question it so deeply you almost end up like the other person over the other side who has all these mental blocks as to why it won't happen for them and I think there's something to be said about being in that middle lane when your beliefs haven't caught up with the thing that you're wanting to achieve being in that middle lane feels really really good and then what it means is that you can just start adding on to it because when something happens you think oh actually look at that and honest to god that's how all of my limited beliefs have disappeared as it's been through evidence evidence based things that i can see to go "Mm, but that's not true is it so all of that stuff that i taught myself not being good enough not being smart enough not amounting to much not feeling like i can earn above x y and z it's like every time i got a pay increase or every time a business is earned more year on year, it's like, oh, actually, that is possible for you, Jude. It just opens a little bit more of a space into somewhere where I'd had a, a block to it, where there wasn't anything, I wasn't allowing anything in. And that's a really lovely thing to do. It's being able to have evidence-based information where you can start to see what's possible by just saying, wouldn't it be amazing if? And before I started, uh, it's Sunday, by the way, I'm recording this on a Sunday, and I have had two clients in this morning. One of the clients is uh, on her, she's had three sessions so far. And one of the things that I get them to do early on in their sessions is to do a little thoughts diary for me. And just to mark each day out of 10. So 10's amazing. 10's like, oh my God, something unbelievable happened. And zero being worst day ever. And this client started off um, it as an overall when they first started with me. There were two. And two's tough. It's like low mood every day. And everything feels like a really hard struggle. So the first week that... She did the thoughts diary for me. You can really see that in every day scored quite low. It was anything from a two to a four. And then last week, we doubled. So we've got, what was that in there? There was fours and sixes in there, which is just incredible. And as I say, that was only after three sessions. And I love that. For me as a coach, it's it, you get to see someone's real improvement on paper, but they also get to see it themselves. So I was buzzing with that. And don't get us wrong, there is still so much work to do. There's a lot of reprogramming and all the stuff I've just said to you now was a discussion we had in session today about goals and dreaming and, you know, kind of starting off in that middle lane and just going, wouldn't it be amazing if... And the reason why I'm telling you about that thought story is because 
as I say, that's only three weeks. Three weeks to be able to turn it round where you get out of your own way. And it's so possible because actually the thing that holds us back, and I want you to do this as a lovely little exercise, I want you to think about areas in your life right now where you find it a struggle. And then write down why. Why do you find it a struggle? And I guarantee you it's just because you're stuck in your own head about it. There'll be very real evidence of why it's a struggle for you. It's because of the story you tell yourself that it's a struggle. And then the other part of the exercise that I'd love you to do is write down the life that you want and start to attach evidence. So if this isn't your evidence, that's fine because you might not have built up any evidence yet. Sometimes you need to see it from somebody else's point of view. So say, for example, if you wanted to be a coach, for example, right? Rather than going, oh God, but she's already doing it and she's really good at it. Amazing. That shows you that it's possible. Or if you want to be in a relationship and you see your friends going into relationships really easily, brilliant. You've got somebody who's got evidence of of it being easy getting into relationships, but you're sat there in the struggle. So that feels tricky, doesn't it? But if you've got evidence, so again, write down, what do you want in your life? And for people who find it easy and give them names, even if it's someone you don't know and it could be somebody on Instagram or whatever, put names next to it. And then I want you to start thinking about, wonder what their mindset's like, who do have it. And I wonder what where mine differs, yeah? Or even what actions do they take that I don't take? So if you wanna be in a relationship, like are you going on dates? What were they doing or what were they doing on dates that, you you don't do (laughs) like you know does every person you meet do you put them on a pedestal does every person you meet you think oh my god this is going to be it like did your friend do that I want real evidence for you so that you can start to take action from a less emotional point of view because to problem solve anything and this is another lovely little aha moment for you to problem solve anything you have to take the emotion out of it nothing is impossible nothing 100% nothing is impossible, especially the opportunities we have and the countries we live in. We are extremely, extremely privileged and nothing is impossible for us. It's just we tell ourselves it's impossible. So to be able to get out of your own way, you've got to remove the emotion and start thinking about, right, well, wouldn't it be amazing if, and how do I do that? And what evidence do I have that tells me I've sabotaged it in the past. What evidence that tells me is that actually it can happen because look, I can see it over the fence. I can see it's possible for those people. And what do I need to adopt? What do I need to change? And where do I need to get to? And those first three sessions with that client who's managed to, you know, up her mood and double it, we've just been helping her to get out of her own way. That's all we've done. Yeah, there wasn't anything major that we did. It was just real simple tools that we put in place. And it is that problem-solving element of being able to go, right, I'm really sick of getting the same results all the time, so what am I going to do differently? And being able to zoom out and do that lovely process on yourself. What am I going to do differently? And what actions can I take? Because you know what? You've still got a good six months left of the year so rather than thinking oh god like I'm halfway through and I haven't achieved anything 
I want you to rewrite that and go, right, what do I want to achieve by the end of the year? What's realistic? What's possible? And what can I actually do about it? This is a lovely, lovely turning point, that six-month piece of being able to have a reset and go, what do I want to achieve? So thinking about your push and pull is really, really important. What do you push? What do you pull with the thing that you want to achieve? Think about your vision board, get it back out again and really try to remove the emotion because actually, do you know what? Manifestation can end up as sabotage because we end up becoming so emotional about the outcome because we are praying and begging for the universe to deliver it that we sabotage it. And if you know you're in that stage, you need to get yourself out of it. So start off small and go, wouldn't it be amazing if, like, what could I do that would change my life for the better? And those can be tiny, tiny little things. It could be actually, do you know what, like me, you wanted to change up and have a better work-life balance and you wanted to be able to help people and you wanted to be able to have um, time with your family and manage your own diary and not work the nine to five. Amazing. What can you do about it? Maybe it's a, do you know what? You get sick of like feeling overwhelmed all the time. Okay, so write down what overwhelms you. And it can be little things just to put in place. Simple, really simple things to put in place to stop the overwhelm. It could be that you really want something on your vision board. So break it down and maybe it's, I don't know, right, say it's a car, right? Because <laughs> I'm trying to think of all examples here that might be on your vision board. If it's a car and you really, really desperately want this car, wouldn't it be amazing if I had half the deposit by the end of the year? Maybe it's that. Maybe it's just a, a much smaller part of the goal, but at least you're going to work towards it and you can see something at the end of it. Or maybe you want to, to find your perfect partner, Right, well, what bit's difficult about that? Is it dating? Okay, I want to make dating easier, right? And you just have one day a week. This is going to sound really a corporate way of looking at it. But maybe um, you decide that one day a week you will go out on a date. And you have one day available that you put aside for date night. And that could be someone different every week. (laughs) But you know what? It's like a job. The more dates you go on, the more interviews you get, the more likelihood is of you finding that perfect job or that perfect person. Yeah, it's all numbers, isn't it? It's all numbers. So what can you be doing towards it to be able to start feeling like you're making progress and you're not feeling like you're stuck? Yeah, if you, you know, if you were working towards having your own business then maybe the thing that you work on is just, wouldn't it be amazing if I got one client? What would that look like? And start working towards that goal. Everything in this episode that I'm trying to teach you is it's gentle conversations. It's gentle conversations with yourself rather than being so hard and having that negative voice of telling you why something's not working, why it's not right for you, etc. What if you could just make it gentle? Yeah? So for example, I know that I am wanting to increase my listeners on my podcast. That's a goal that I'm working towards. (laughs) God, 
I got a negative review the other week. It's the only review that I've ever had that's been one star, right? And it said something along the lines of, eating on a podcast, oh my God, I literally wanted to throw my phone across the, the other end of the sitting room or something like that. And I was like, what? I don't think I've ever ate on a podcast. I don't think I've ever even drank my coffee. Uh, maybe I've had a drink of water, but I've probably cut that bit out. <laughs> And I got a negative review now because I am, I'm in such a gentle place with the podcast that I think back over episodes and I think, God, was I any good at interviewing that person? Like, could I be better? Or what's my purpose for the podcast? Like, what am I trying to do with it now that it's like, God, I don't even know how old it is now, a year old, two years old. What is my purpose with it? What do I want people to hear? What's the what's the thing that I'm trying to achieve? And I know I'm not amazing at interviewing yet. Definitely, definitely not. And I'm getting better. But I also need to think about that as a gentle conversation of going, okay, well, what does that look like? What does a great conversation look like on a podcast? Because if I want this to be, you know, in the top 10 of self-development, self-help, I'm going to have to get better. I'm going to have to start thinking about what does that look like for me? And that's again just a lovely soft conversation. Oh, by the way, if anyone wants to give us a nice review, please do. Just so we can bump that little one star further down. I will say I was telling Mart about it from Canny Crystals. And because he's like, I just let it go. But he's a good little um, detective. And he discovered that this person is just a classic troll and that commented on negative things on other people's podcasts but podcasts that are like high up in the top 10 so I was buzzing about that actually I was like oh well <laughs> do you know what? I feel privileged that they felt like they needed to um, say something negative on mine but it would be nice if you sorted a nice little positive review on the podcast and to be fair it really does help with the algorithm of pushing me higher up and getting me more listeners which is which is one of my goals for the podcast is just to get to get into that top 10 so yeah that's a little little request from me <laughs> that I'll shoot in there but as I say they're all really really gentle conversations um that, that I'm having with myself about what is needed and what I need to do if that's my goal because wouldn't it be amazing if I was in the top 10 for self-development I mean I do very well in Malta so thank you for anyone from Malta for, for listening because I do quite well in there I'm always in their charts <laughs> not the top 10 but I'm definitely still um I'm up there and I'm charting for, for, for Malta so yeah so gentle conversations with yourself and on the back of that if anyone is interested in becoming a life coach and that resonated with them that little bit that I said at the start in terms of the push and pull and wanting to help people but also want to have a better work-life balance then we do have slots for certification inquiry calls so if you just dm me the word coach on instagram I can send you a link to book in a call or I can even send you some free training that we've got going at the minute as well. So that's it for this week's podcast episode. I've got another guest coming in next week who I think you're going to love. It's a it's a different one. It's something I've ever had before. And what I'm trying to get is I'm trying to get people who can add something and give you something to take away in terms of learning something that you didn't know before. So like, you know, obviously I've had 
Claire on about ayahuasca. We've had Mart on and he's talked about crystals and God, I'm trying to think back of all the different people that we've had on. I think we've had Money Mindset before. Have a look back. and and But I'm also trying to get some people who've achieved things in their life and helping you to see the mindset of those people so you can really learn like what it takes to be able to be successful in different areas of life and why. Because when you are in the struggle and you want to get out of your own way, it's really interesting to listen to other people's stories and start to piece together. All right, okay, I see why they did that. Like it's a big part of what I get the students to do in the academy is just observing other people their behaviours, their motivations, what the triggers might be. Because underneath it all, as much as you might feel like, oh God, everyone's got their shit together and I'm struggling. Most people are struggling with something. But maybe you don't see it because all you see is their success. But it's really interesting if they've managed to get through that and come out the other side and understanding what their process was. That's gold. And it gives you hope as well. Have an amazing week. And I hope this episode has served as a lovely little reset for you for the rest of the year. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.